welcome back. I'm here with um, Dr. Sampadananda Mishra talking about his class um, on the Renaissance of Sanatana Dharma and Light of Sri Aurobindo, a class that is going to be offered at Hindu University of America starting in January. Um, now, one thing you mentioned in the last part of the conversation was this idea of surrender, um, that we must have an aspiration and we must surrender. And can you um, explain the difference between surrender and renunciation? Because oftentimes when we think about sages in the past, we think about renunciation. But surrender is a completely different inner emotion and incredibly powerful. Can you can you just talk a little bit about what surrender means? Yeah. Surrender um, has various stages. When we talk about surrender, self-giving, consecration, all these are connected with it. And the first stage of surrender or fundamentally, surrender means a strong will to hand over our responsibilities to the divine. It is that will, that sankalpa, that drudha sankalpa, a strong will, the strong urge to hand over our responsibilities to the divine. This is the beginning. And once this will is formed, the next stage is to organize our life's activities around that will, around that sankalpa. Whatever we do in life, it has to be organized. That sankalpa is at the center that, you know, like I have handed over my responsibilities to the divine. Then everything that happens in my life, from the most physical to the psychological and spiritual, including our emotional sensational, every movement of life, every activity of life has to be in sync with that will, that central will of handing over our responsibilities to the divine. And when this continues with intensity and sincerity, it culminates in consecration then one has a consecrated life, the life entirely given to the divine. A renunciation, on the other hand, is maybe in the beginning or to some extent is a mental uh, formation of you know, giving up of something that belongs to the mundane world, which creates bondage for us mm. and uh, give up and then find the truth and light and bliss in some isolation. That's what is the general understanding of renunciation. Mm, I see. And many people do practice that in a, in a literal sense. But the renunciation in a true sense must be becoming free from all kinds of weaknesses or anything that inwardly binds us, limits us, makes us narrow. 
And being in that expanded state of consciousness, when we act in life, so nothing binds us or makes us narrow. So that may be some kind of practical and right um, or, a, or an expanded or a meaning, different meaning of renunciation, especially when we think of when Ishopanishad says, that you must enjoy the world, but enjoy with this sense of renunciation, not with a sense of possession. Mm. So here we everything like we want to possess. Mm. And as long as we are clinging to the idea, I mean, the sense of possession, we never enjoy. The delight is not there in uh, the enjoyment in which there is too much attachment and possessiveness. We enjoy sunrise, you know, uh, more uh, because there is no sense of possession. Beautiful. No and one what, says that this sunrise is mine. No one can, no one else can have right over it. <laughs> you get that very sense doesn't come. Mm -hmm. And one enjoys it the most. Anything in the nature or rain or something like that. We can't really, those moments are the best moments when we don't have that sense of position. That's why spending time in the nature you know, it, it helps immensely. That, that's what is the inner meaning of the renunciation, that to become free from all sense of possession and attachment towards things. Be in a state of expanded consciousness and then enjoy the delight. Um, the presence of that delight, that Sarvananda Maya. Beautiful. So, I think your audio is cutting out one second. Oh, there you are. You're back. I wanted to ask you, you know, you talk about this strong will to hand over your life to, to the divine and um, organizing one's life around this will and aspiration. But, you know, can you, I mean, is this journey also full of doubts? I mean, are there times in your life did you just enter into this journey, journey and things unfolded for you or were there times of incredible doubt and struggle, struggle in this journey? I mean, I'm just wondering about how this journey unfolds. Yeah, there is much struggle. Yeah. See, there is much struggle and uh, the struggle becomes acute the more we start doubting ourselves mm -hmm. the more we uh, you know like um, get attached to things to which we should not attach uh, the struggle begins uh, when we do not have much clarity about what uh, purpose we have set before or how should we move ahead so then one is not in a state of like moving is so powerful that there is every chance of getting uh, you know distracted from the path hmm. 
so one has to be very careful in that but if one is sincerely pursuing it and one has uh, got the rasa of this this uh, you know uh, sadhana then one uh, you know like moves it it becomes a natural part of one's own life that mm. yes so sometimes you know like it has to be done in such an intense manner the sadhana that yes without it i can't do that nothing interests me only this thing interests me so practically this happens and there are periods of struggle no doubt there are periods of doubt darkness but these are the periods when one has to increase one's own sincerity mm. be more you know like intense in one's own sadhana then one overcomes but if one just you know gives it up chalo okay let's let it happen so then you know like one is weak in one's own will so that will power has to be really strong really strong so so i i understand that and i um one of the things i wanted to say was that i've taken your 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 class and i feel like through it um i have become stronger inside of myself and through understanding these concepts my own sadhana has become um deeper and there is more will and more strength in my own sadhana so that has been incredibly powerful and i'm wondering we have 2 minutes left if you could just tell us maybe what you've seen in your own students through this process sorry can you repeat yes i'm just wondering what you've noticed in your students as they've gone okay. through this course with you in just yeah. 2 minutes yeah so uh, most of the times when we are in class actually we all are students and when we are especially studying sure we know in my class actually there is uh, there is much learning that happens even for me much learning happens and what i observe in most of the students especially the classes that we were taking on this sanatan dharma mm. i've got most of the students have that sincerity of knowing and understanding sri aurobindo which keeps inspiring me also and um, uh, students have always inspired me that much i can say and then i'm fortunate enough to have many learners who are really uh, intent on learning and knowing about shiva that adds to my delight of teaching and learning more even from the students and it gives me opportunity also to prepare myself and uh, uh, express myself beautiful Well, your class starts January 18th, 2023, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern and every Thursday at 7:30 a.m. India Standard Time. And the class runs until the end of March. Um and just real quick in the last 10 seconds, if someone hasn't taken the first quarter, can they jump in with you right now in the second quarter? Yes, yes, yes. absolutely because each session is an independent session. So one can join and learn of these ideas. beautiful. I urge everyone to join Dr. Mishra in this journey with Shri Aurobindo. It is 
profound and extraordinary. And thank you so much, Dr. Mishra, for being with us today here on thank Hindu you. Insights. Thank you, Shilpa, for thank the session. Namaste. Namaste. I'm going to